0: Hello and happy Tuesday diary listeners. I have a very cool podcast for you guys. Uh it's it's a it's something I tried to do earlier on in my career with actually my two friends Bree and Jake Kirk, but I had such a deplorable knowledge of audio that I I I really just blasphemed the entire interview. We really didn't get good audio, so I have to catch them up again, but Just to let you guys know, I'm super happy that I've had another opportunity to meet with a stellar power couple, Jess and Kevin Ferrand of Mesmer Tattoo. This is part one of their diary entry, and we're calling part one Risk. So enjoy, listeners. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined.
1: Let's be real; we're still working on the
0: <laughs> What it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made.
2: Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories began. Sweet.
0: Boon all right. <laughs> Hi, diary listeners. I'm here today with Kevin and Jess Ferrand of Mesmer Tra- Tattoo, correct? Yes, yes correct. correct. Yep. And that's in Rochester, New York. Right? Yes. yes. Yep. Awesome. And you do you guys own it? Yes. Yeah, we're the owners. Yeah. Awesome. We opened awesome. it up a few years ago. Fantastic. Yep. Well, we're going to get into it. I'm so excited.
1: Thank um, you.
0: Yeah, so it's funny because I just met you guys at Paradise Tattoo uh, Gathering, and uh, Jess, you approached me and you were like, "Oh my god, I I want to be on your show." Yeah. I was like, oh my god, people want to be on my show. That's awesome. <laughs> so you Heck guys have yeah. a very interesting story. Um, yes. Well, first of all, I get both of you, so that's pretty dope. Um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um the the first in the tattoo realm was you, Kevin, right?
1: Yes. Yep. I started like 12 years ago, 13 years ago.
0: Awesome. And, yep, um, I got Jess in. <laughs> wonderful. And I guess, um, I guess how do we, how do I, cause I've never done this. Like I, I've met with <laughs> yeah. friends that are together and I kind of, you know, I knew their backstory. I don't know anything about you. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I gather from you, Jess, you had asked about, um, you learning from Kevin yeah how tattoo, <laughs> and how everybody said not to do it
2: yes yeah. <laughs> that was like the general consensus from most yeah. uh, professional tattooers was like don't it's do it you will that. regret it yeah. you will fail yeah <laughs>
1: and we did it anyway yeah we were like you know what <laughs> we, we, can, we can make it happen it, it took a while before that moment like it was like a couple of years of Jess kind of begging me yeah I kept and asking, asking him me. she was like working As a vet tech full time and then also managing like a smoothie place for a while too.
2: Yeah, I had quit my job being a vet tech and then I became like a business manager of this food establishment. And then at the same time, I got a job as a receptionist at a tattoo shop because I was like, all right, I'm going to get my foot in the door working as a receptionist, learn all the customer service (laughs) part of it. Um and ask questions while people are tattooing. And then in the meantime I just kept like hounding him to teach me how to tattoo. And I was
1: not keen on the idea at all. I was like, this is sounds like a really bad idea. Like I don't know. Also, first of all, I was like only five years in or at the time like four years into tattooing. So I was four or five and I was like, I'm not ready. Like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I know (laughs) I'm doing enough, but like not to teach another person how to do what I'm doing yet, you know? And um it took like a couple of years, but we went back and forth about it. Um, and we we even reached out. So we reached out to, um, I think it was, yeah, Jake Meeks on Fireside, yeah. his podcast live. Like he had Ulysses Blair and a couple other people on his show. And we like tuned into his live questions and um, we're like, Hey, like this is a loaded one, but what do you think about apprenticing your significant other or, you know, and um, everybody immediately was like, Whoa, like, not a good idea, probably. Ulysses just like <laughs> I think he just shit on the idea. He yes. I mean, was like not a, he's like, dude, horrible idea. There's always gonna be a dynamic of like, you know, person with all the knowledge is like holding this information over your head and yada yada. And he went through this whole list of things and and it kind of came down to like um we thought about it and I was like, man, like okay, that's like that's heavy. Um, mm-hmm. but I think we should seriously Think about it still and consider it. And Jess was like, I don't care what they say, you know, like, like, I was like, we, we can, can do prove it.
2: them all wrong. But,
1: but on the flip <laughs> First side, I'd have... be
2: like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want it. Yeah. So let it. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, <laughs> if you want tattooing bad enough, you're going to find a way to make it happen. Yeah. So Jess That's definitely sure. had that drive too, yeah. um, which I had early on as well. So I saw that in her. And I was like, okay, she's not giving up, even though people are saying this is a bad idea and you have to have that. So. Well, uh, Um, there's a few
0: things. I mean, what I was going to say is, is that, you know, uh, you were new relatively. I mean, five years in is about when you start feeling really solid as a tattoo artist, but you know, ready to Mm -hmm. take on that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, so that was.
1: It was a tough decision. Yeah, it was tough. But I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do this whole thing by myself because I personally knew that. you can't, in a relationship, like, someone's always going to have, like, the boyfriend-girlfriend filter they're hearing things through, mm-hmm. and it's not, like, a mentor-teacher scenario thing. It's, like, you can try all you want to have it be that way, but your partner's not going to be able to feel, hear everything that you have to say um, in the way that you're, you know, you're putting it out there. So, yeah,
0: well, I was trying to be I find it fascinating because, uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about me, but, uh, I grew up in a small business family my parents owned a salon together. So that kind of dynamic, uh, and it, it, it didn't go awesome. You know, it went awesome for a really long time. My mom never learned how to cut hair. She was more the business side and my dad was more of the, the talent, but, um, the relationship definitely did come in, into play, um, Mm -hmm. But I I you know, for me it's fascinating just because I love to um, I'm with you guys. I like the more the success and the hope and the the optimism and risking big and hard. And yeah. I, I think yeah. that's the kind of stuff you gotta do. Yeah. When you wanna pursue something <laughs> like this, you know?
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah. So I, I really admired uh, the fact, one that you you just didn't listen to anybody. But, yeah. You know, Kevin. One thing that I noticed about you right away is that you are like a perpetual smile. You're always smiling. <laughs> You're really great to meet in eye contact during you know, the seminars and things like that when speaking, cause I get a little, you know, stage fright up there. So it's always fun sure. to find somebody in the crowd that you can like lock eyes with. Okay. Like, okay. They're smiling. They're smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were
1: great. Your seminar was amazing, by the way. I was really stoked on that. And like, we both learned so much from that and me being 12 years into tattooing now at this point with 13, um, there's still so many things. I was like, wow, that's a major takeaway. I'm going to implement that in our daily, you know, work lives. So thank you for that. It was awesome.
0: Oh, no, of course. And uh, Jess, I think I saw you put put out, you know, this is a segue, but I just saw that you put out a really nice, like, reminder for, you know, winter tattoo acquisition that I thought was just such a great thing to do, you know, kind of remind people about, and, you know, you can design it any way you'd like to, but it's just kind of telling people how to be like the right kind of client for you. I think that's a really good thing to
2: put out. And you just got to keep in mind, too, that a lot of people just like don't know certain things like they would never think like, oh, I do have to moisturize every single day before my tattoo appointment, you know, or like, oh, drinking water actually is very important for the health of my skin. So I definitely like to put out some of that educational stuff because even for like newer tattooers, too, it's just nice to like see some of that kind of stuff and maybe even have artists out there that you look up to that are a little bit more approachable even online so you can ask them questions to like be a better tattooer from the beginning you know it's nice to have that
1: jess is really good at that about communicating online with our online presence
0: i would imagine that comes from a little bit of your managerial places and having to coordinate you know and in the the medical world of animals particularly you know you don't have that (laughs) <laughs> you know, language and you're learning from people who have to work with animals and you know how to meet people who are really scared and you know upset yeah. about their babies definitely you know? right. so that's that's a good thing and you know those things that you just listed they're they're things that are for generalized health most people forget to hydrate during the winter anyway because your body goes oh my gosh this, yeah like, false sense of like you know, I'm good. And it's like, no, you're just cold. You need to
1: drink,
2: right? Well, most people are chronically dehydrated too. Yeah. So it's just anytime anybody like has an issue, I'm like, drink more water.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very, very key. Um, Just to generalize health in general. But yeah, the, um, you know, those kind of things, and this is kind of really cool, because now you can expand upon your dreams as a collective. Whereas mm-hmm. before it was gonna be a conflict no matter what, and so I could see that being like, yeah, we we do just have to try this because if you're in the relationship being like, I want this, I want this, he's always gonna have you in his ear,
2: yeah,
0: constantly. <laughs> so it's either go with it or fight it, you know?
2: Yeah, yep, definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: would have figured it out either way, yeah, we you have, know. But I sure would
1: have figured it out another way. If, I'm glad if it happened. Case. Me too. How it did? Yeah. I'll, also, I want to say that, you know, there's a lot of people saying, no, it's a bad idea. But I also was exposed to plenty of like, you know, power couples in tattooing, people who either learned to tattoo on their own and then came together and as a couple opened their own studio or um, own their own private studio or there's I know a lot of different artists who already kind of had been in that same realm and were successful at it. Like, um, you know, off the top of my head, I can think of Guy Atchison. Mm -hmm. and michelle wortman and they're you know very successful and like i'm talking you know this was six seven years ago at least or i learned about his work when i was apprenticing so 12 13 years ago and learned about them then so in the back of my head i knew i had that to look at from a long time ago so i was like wow if you know and there was a handful of other tattooers that i also met at conventions as well that did the same thing i was like if they can do it like, I know that Jess and I can make it work. It's not going to be easy, but I know that we can work through it and make sure that we get Jess to learn how to tattoo. But no
2: relationship is yes. easy either. You know, you got to have like mutual trust, mutual respect, yeah, yeah. open communication, effective communication.
1: Um, I feel like we have decent, and boundaries
2: yeah. too. You know, that too. and every relationship goes through all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So.
0: Now, did you, um, Jess, beforehand, did you like, uh, did you draw a lot and did you show that kind of passion at home you know oh yeah
2: I've been like filling sketchbooks ever since I was a kid and then even when I was a vet tech and like really starting to get burned out a lot I was just like drawing and drawing and painting like
1: yeah. all the time yeah. like
2: non-stop um so yeah I just mm-hmm. never really stopped making art yeah. and I was like I saw what Kevin was doing and I had people asking me to like draw designs so yeah. they can go and get them tattooed yeah. and. I was like, why don't I do this? Like, right. if it doesn't work out and I give it an honest shot, then it didn't work out for me. It's not my path, you know? Mm-hmm. But I once I got into it and like started learning, I was like, oh yeah, this is it for me yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I did see that talent in Jess too, like from her, like I've seen her artwork from high school to, mm-hmm. you know, through now. And I, it's not like I didn't, like if I didn't see anything in her artistic ability at all, I'd be like, hey, like you need to start here. Like you really need to start um, just with your art and like build that up a lot more. And I'm pretty sure I did say that to you anyway, because everybody who's getting into tattooing at first are like, oh, I make great art. I can do this. And it's like, you know, there's a little bit of a hard um, lesson right at the beginning. Like you need to make sure your art is on point before you get into tattooing. Like you really should be working on it every day yeah. and love it and be trying to get better every day. Um, that's like the biggest thing I feel like when I see a lot of apprentices asking, for an apprenticeship i don't see the work yet yeah, like yeah yeah the artistic ability
0: mm-hmm. well and yeah. and that submission to uh to critique and and really just trying to be the best they can be at that point they just want to skip the jump a lot yeah, uh, yeah. how did you guys meet uh we didn't get to that part because i would feel like that's an essential part of this <laughs> kind of it open, actually you know. is yeah
2: yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> we met through a mutual friend um oh my gosh what like what, when Kevin was apprenticing to tattoo yeah because oh, we're wow. Hortons. he was apprenticing to tattoo I was in high school yeah. and we met through a mutual friend at a skate park yeah um oh, that mutual yeah. friend of ours uh is now
1: tattooing with us he's been yeah.
2: tattooing for two years and Kevin apprenticed yeah. him to tattoo so it's
1: a crazy <laughs> yeah crazy roundabout story but my good friend uh Cameron Yeager, he basically we used to paint graffiti and skateboard together and make art all the time like we're it's kind of crazy our friendship is based on like art it's pretty nuts like we used to stay up you know until three or four in the morning making art
0: i will say this i'm not like i want to be the kind of person that collects the tattoos he does but i will say that like his personality is amazing. Like it comes <laughs> through and his tattoos so well and he does such yeah. good work. Um, he's a very good tattoo artist.
1: He has love so to hear much passion. You. Yeah. He yeah. would he'd love to hear that. I'm sure it'll mean a lot to him. Dude. He I puts mean, a lot of love into it.
0: I can tell I really yeah. can tell and and just it's fun it's really fun yeah. um I enjoy it a lot I'm not I take myself way too seriously so that's what <laughs> that's <my problem. laughs> it's that, I'm like sure. I'm I want to be like that cool but I'm not
2: <laughs> but I'm you're not. cool in your own way
1: you're <laughs> I don't.
0: not like I I want to be like skater cool I'm not skater cool <laughs> I'm never that's been damn, cool. True and true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm nerd. I guess I'm nerd cool, but yeah, <laughs> we're all just a bunch. I'm, of I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm a bunch of yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm, yeah. people are like, oh dude, you're like you work cool, like so good, and you're so rad. I'm like, dude, I'm just a big art nerd. I just love what we do. Like
0: yeah. that's really what it
1: comes down to. But.
0: You, you definitely have more of like what I would consider, I, I consider myself a romantic and Jess, I can see it in yours too, of just like, you know, kind of this lyrical composition of like things yeah. and, you know, there's, there's okay. um, uh, like a, a nice a flow and a ro- just a romance to it. Um, yeah. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like a sap that way. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I love Cameron's stuff. I really, really do. I'd love to get him on the show because this is like another yeah. branch off to the whole story for sure.
1: That
0: yeah. would be amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, like long story short, and that whole thing, is like we met through Cam yep. and met at a skate park and dated for a little while. And then at that, yeah, it was just apprenticing, right?
2: Yeah, you, had, you were finishing, finishing my up. apprenticeship
1: and Jess and I split up. I moved to Hawaii I by to myself. <laughs> yeah. Jess went to college um, to be a vet tech. That's what she wanted to do. All
2: Kevin wanted was to surf and yep. tattoo.
1: Yep. So <laughs> I moved halfway across the world to Maui for a year just to, to test it out and to learn how to surf. And I lined up a job tattooing first before I made the move. And it was just kind of like the situation kind of fell into my lap. And I was like, this is where I want to go and what I want to do. So Went and did that and ended up moving back after about a year and a half or so. Um, I think it's it like two years. Two years. Yeah, I was after that. I had graduated
2: years. college
0: by the time you moved right.
1: back.
0: What shifted? So, I'm curious. Yeah. Like
1: From you- moving back?
0: He had yeah, his like why?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I was young too. I was like True. 22. Um <laughs> There's a mix of like things. I I can't like do this forever. This is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> this is too good. This is, this is too good. Why, like, why would I do this? I don't deserve to be this happy forever. If no. I'm
0: going to do this, I should do it with someone. Right,
1: right 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I ended up, I, I felt like I needed to move home to kind of regroup and ground myself and figure out what was next. Because um, I want to also mention that tattooing out in Hawaii is much different than it is here yeah. um, on the mainland. It's basically a tourist driven industry um you're doing mostly walk-ups and you know you're having to work with people who are on vacation wanting a permanent souvenir and then yeah. to get it back to the vacation because of you know sun exposure and water exposure all that stuff so um I was like you know I really have always had a drive and a passion for large-scale tech um decorative tattooing like I really wanted to since I knew from the beginning like in my apprenticeship um, that I wanted to do like large scale work, like sleeves and back pieces, um, like Jeff Googie. Yeah, like Jeff Googie and Guy Acheson. Yeah, yeah right? oh my god, this guy, his work we'll is all amazing.
0: Bombard him and be like Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess underwing, please.
1: Right. Yeah, teach me, teach me your ways. Um, I
0: love him. But Yeah, so, so much. I had
1: that in my head, and I was like doing a lot of just small work at the time, which was probably good for me. Uh, but I was like. I have a better clientele for this large scale work on the mainland. And I can put a
0: bullet on it. You cared more about tattooing than you did about surfing.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty much. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, I love surfing and I still do, but I definitely had to choose. If I had to choose, art and tattooing definitely comes first. And that's been my passion since I was a teenager um, when I got into it. So. I had the
0: same just so you know I mean not not with uh not with surfing but I love riding horses and I I would love to map out a life for myself where I get to be around horse just be around them again I love the smell and just like I don't know they bring me so much peace um but I had to make a choice you know do you do I want to pursue art more or do I want to you know because I, I honestly wasn't talented enough in the horse realm to really go after that full ham at least that I can yeah. tell um everybody in my life is like come on dude you're not a competitive horseback rider yeah <laughs> I love this so I had to like choose you know d- you know you gotta you gotta focus and you know be realistic and like where does your heart really pull you and what can you cultivate the most at and at the time it was just like it was more practical that like you know really I have to go after this and through this, I can pave a way to get back to that. So, you know, this is an avenue where you could certainly find yourself back surfing, you know, on on the regular,
1: you know. But yeah, yeah, it makes, you have to make those tough choices. And it's really hard, I think, like early on to understand that you're like, I want everything. And you um, have, have to make sacrifices yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure,
0: <laughs> I love this.
2: That you're- we have a zoo, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, this is great. This is an audio-only <laughs> podcast, but if you guys got to see this, I mean, I would love to get to the point where I air these things on YouTube, but uh, I, we are recording, like, full images and videos on Zoom, but, like, there's a there's a oh. whole veterinary office in their laps right now. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. just walking across the screen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Our pets just okay. want to be in the same room as us. Yeah. So. They're very well behaved. Like, they're just like, oh, love me. I love yeah, you. They just want love.
1: Yeah. Dog Tilly <laughs> is the one that you can probably hear in the background. She's doing her little whoopsie sounds. You know, sound.
0: No, actually, Gabe and I just uh, went over this. Zoom does a really good um, job of like muting background audio. So if it is. Amazing. Yeah, if it isn't in the oh. forefront, it really doesn't capture it very well. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that's I, awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, more's the pity. I mean, I'm sure your baby has a lot of beautiful things to say, but. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm here too. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me see them. Yeah. She's fine.
1: Oh. She's got her phone now. She's occupied.
0: So, Jess, yeah. you had to, like, you kind of, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing because when I started my apprenticeship, I was told that I would lose my relationship which did happen it happened way later but um uh i my my boyfriend at the time was an audio engineer and i think it was just like dueling passions like i don't think i gave him the kind of support that i don't know if he wanted i i can't i can't hack it it just didn't work um but i was told that it was going to sever my relationship you know being with somebody And pursuing a tattoo apprenticeship, that it was just all-encompassing, that it was going to be, like, an obsession. It was. It always had been. You know, art was. So, but for you, it seems like you were like, man, I I don't know if I want to be a vet tech anymore. Like...
2: (laughs) definitely yeah I definitely I never wanted to go back to the veterinary field like love everybody that works in it it is not an easy job um but I just knew I didn't want to do that again and I think that like one of the biggest things was like when I was a vet tech and I was working thirteen hour shifts with like no breaks, working emergency, or if I was working at the humane society, working in surgery all day. It didn't matter. I was always so physically and emotionally and mentally exhausted. I would go home. Kevin would come home after tattooing all day, and he'd be like, "Man, I am so exhausted." And I'd be like, "You're exhausted." Like, and I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo all day, that's amazing. Yeah, and so when I started tattooing and especially doing these like bigger tattoos as time went on, I was like, Wow, I get it! Like, I really get it. So, I feel like we've been able to like bond in a way over that. Like, I now understand everything that he's been going through and like the trials yeah. and stuff that he's had to overcome, then I had to overcome later on. Um, so I mean, like, it definitely wasn't easy apprenticing with him and learning alongside him but we had a lot of other people like helping teach me too along the way. And I definitely, we had like an understanding of what one another was like experiencing and we both wanted to grow. And so I think that because of that, it just worked out really well.
1: For sure. Like we both have the idea that like, like we both want to grow together. We want each other to grow as people and as artists. And like, we're open to that too. And it's not like there was any gatekeeping in any way. Like, Jess had a question about something and you know it was early on I was like yeah like I'm gonna help you try to, oh, sorry <laughs> help you try to understand this um, as much as possible um, like I want you to understand this concept and be able to apply it to your work if that's what you need in your work so we're always trying to push each other to grow and learn and when we started out I had Jess you know we had our tattooing at a studio
0: Sorry, our dog is, I don't know if you can hear it. It's fine. She's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's
1: um, cool. I mean, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I give myself she's a inspiring. lot of outs
0: with the podcast world. Like I, I like the rawness of it. And yeah. Cool. I feel like the people who, it's a slow grow to awesome for me. Um, I really try not to overly advertise or anything like that. I feel like the crowd that comes is the integral crowd that's ready to listen.
1: That's yeah. Awesome. It's fine. Perfect. So all the little, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. But yeah, so early on, I I knew that I wasn't going to be able to be the one to teach Jess everything in our dynamic. So I was like, I need to have you around other artists who are driven and really want to grow and learn as artists and are also putting out good work, too. So we ended up um, working with my buddy Joe Newt at his shop here in Rochester for Mm -hmm. A handful of months and he came
2: to paradise yeah yeah
1: joe came to paradise with us he's awesome
2: <laughs> right on. um
1: big yeah. thanks to joe for everything he's done for me personally um but he he's allowed good. jess and i to tattoo at his studio mm-hmm. and jess learned a lot and her that was like her first full year really at his studio um but at the time he had a small studio it was just really just him and one other artist and us and um it was kind of slow and a little bit harder and then we were approached by a friend of ours um zach wheeler at have hope and he had put together like a really great crew of six or was it seven artists mm-hmm. eight artists um all that were doing different styles and really amazing at what they were doing and all you great. know all growing and able to help jess learn how to tattoo as well and help me stay motivated and inspired so that yeah. was the best case scenario us going there yeah so we yeah. made the decision to go work there and you know i think jess did a lot of her growth in the first few years there, um, that was definitely, like, well,
2: because it wasn't intimidating at all, like, everybody was around the same age range, yeah, and, um, everybody had a different style of tattooing, and I could watch people tattoo, and I could ask as many questions as I wanted to, and I never felt, like, so intimidated that I, like, couldn't observe or I couldn't ask questions or if I needed help with something like I wasn't afraid to ask like placing a circular stencil on a ball of a shoulder you know how hard that is so Mm -hmm. like asking for things like that and um, how to get better at line work. Cause that was something I was like, man, I feel like I'm really struggling with this. So I would like one around to every artist. I'm like, do you have any tips? Like, what is something that works for you? And yeah. it was definitely a really, really great place to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for that experience.
0: Well, yeah. And you guys, um, you have different styles, you know, you do very yeah. ornamental, geometric kind of work. And Kevin, you do more of like a, a neo-traditional kind of feel to your work. Um, yeah. So and yours is very illustrative whereas yours is like I said very ornamental very symmetrical yeah. um you know I would imagine it would help you Kevin to have you know other people kind of inform that because you know For part sure. of teaching somebody is not wanting to tell them what they should want to tattoo or kind of control their style you can only Absolutely. give them what you have Right you right
1: know? I that was the whole thing was like I luckily I had tattooed in Every style leading up to that, like in my first few years, I was doing realism and I was doing really new school type work and I was doing um, some black and gray realism, color realism. Um, I also have always loved biomax. So I was doing a lot of that stuff um, and that helped me learn so many different styles of tattooing. But along the way, I tried like some geometric work and was like, this isn't for me. Like I have applied a few good tattoos in that style, but I was like, this is not for me personally. Norway, and when Jess... Yeah. Yeah. My hat's yeah. Off, Jess, Pop, because... yeah. yeah. Power to you. Power to anybody who's in that style and killing it because it's math to me. It's well, yeah. so yeah. I and mean, you mentioned impressive. a ball
0: of a shoulder. A ball of a shoulder is one thing, but putting an ornamental piece in a ball of a yeah. shoulder is like it's tough. Oh my god. Yeah. It's tough. different. It's, <laughs> yeah. I'm sending it to New York. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> a good
2: challenge. So yeah. Yeah.
0: good. For sure.
2: Yeah, I would imagine yeah. you would, girl. My <laughs> <High laughs> lord,
1: uh,
0: uh, no, I, I think yeah. it's. I. I mean, I will say for the times that I've done it, it's very meditative, and I do yeah. love the the very precise technical aspect of it. And, um, you know, you kind of get in this really awesome kind of, like I said, meditation headspace. Where it's a very different type of tattooing that I can appreciate once in it. The part that I hate about tattooing is putting on a stencil, like, hands down. (laughs) Yeah. Once you get past that, you're golden. But, like, that part, holy shit. Hey, are you somebody who likes to draw? Are you somebody who wants to draw better? Are you someone who tattoos? Are you somebody who wants to tattoo better? Well, then I recommend that you go to our special offer in our show notes of this podcast page. Our website is theapprenticeshipdiaries.com and on this page, you'll find all our listed episodes. Within there, the show notes, there will be a link, TAD10. Click on there and find yourself 10% off a year's worth of the reinventing the tattoo cannon. It will make you better.
1: Go on Instagram, and
2: subscribe to Oddball Rifle Club if you're interested in muzzle loading rifles and black powder firearms yeah it's tough sometimes i feel like i've got it pretty down for the most part you know, it's funny about just it. gotta explain to people that yeah. like no part of their body is perfectly flat right. their legs and arms are not like a soup can and yeah. we just gotta make things work and sometimes it means like stenciling part of it and drawing part to make it look more symmetrical um yeah. but yeah it's fun i love it yeah what were you gonna yeah. say kevin
1: I was going to say like I love stenciling people like it's funny because I, I definitely have done a lot of free handing um but everything that I do I want to fit the flow of the body and aesthetically work with the anatomy and not have anti-flow I want it to look good and accentuate where it's going and make people feel comfortable with that piece and like that's a whole part in the stenciling process making sure the flow is right and it's probably just from doing so many large stencils but I actually just I enjoy that part of it down to like love the drawing, love the stenciling, the whole part, and pretty much for that stuff, I get it almost every time. First try now, um, and I just use registration marks with a sharpie, like and line it up ahead of time. But the stuff Jess is doing definitely requires more, um, like splitting stencils in half, stenciling them in multiple pieces, and um, yeah, also freehanding stuff for sure because. Uh, trying to do symmetrical designs on the body just is really hard. (laughs) So
2: True.
0: Um, And, and the other part of that too, is that it's always good, um, you know, to have when you're doing things that maybe you're doing a mirror on the other side of the body, or you're really trying to gauge whether or not it is centered correctly, having somebody outside of yourself. So that's kind of nice that you were able to be there for each other. And also you had now the shop that could kind of be like, you could walk your client and be like, Hey, does this look even to you because yeah oh yeah it looks yep. even to me but i don't want
1: to <laughs> yeah like it looks good to me but please don't shoot me in the foot and tell me it's off at the top by like a, a millimeter and then i notice it i'm like crap you're right i have to move the whole thing again that happens <laughs> all the happens. time but, yeah <laughs> yep.
2: i'd rather move yep. it a million times and make sure it's yeah. right than oh, yeah. do the tattoo and be like oh man that's a little off right there yeah the
1: prep yeah the prep Yep, steps and make sure everything on the forefront is good mm-hmm. and like I love our studio now cuz I'll have Cameron ask me all the time and our other artist Lindsay and Jess and I will look at we'll all look at each other's work and be like hey everybody stops tattooing and they're like does this look right to you and we're all looking from across the room squinting our eyes and tilting our heads and looking like Weird little up yeah. our <laughs> Like, what are they yeah. doing? I'm just staring at me and they look weird. What's going on? Yeah,
0: you should hand them this. Would be a fun I just popped in my head. You should hand them a uh, <laughs> you know, a shop camera or something like that where they could take pictures of all of your faces as you're looking yeah. at them like that.
1: Yeah, that be be like, I love this it. Is oh, yes. this, is, this is Kevin as a gremlin trying to look at this stencil,
0: <laughs> like. You so know, like, yeah. just, like, all so these big. things up on your you know like a whole board of like yeah. your faces as you're looking at your client's work and like you yeah know, as you're tattooing with like
2: uh, yeah such a good
1: idea i love it we should get
0: this going just hand everybody
2: polaroid cameras when oh, they come in. Genius. i i i only
0: am appreciative that my clients ask me can i take pictures because i i realized that i have a very dumb face when i'm tattooing we all do oh yeah me too oh it's really bad like i've started taping my mouth shut at night like this is a whole thing guys you're young still but like as you get older, like, I was starting to get jowls on my, like, face. And I was like, holy the mouth shit. mouth breathing? Yeah. It's totally. Yeah,
1: nighttime nice. is totally mouth breathing. You can't help it, right?
0: <laughs> well, and, and I was doing it when I was tattooing, too. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I get this slack jaw. Yeah, look. And your yeah. IQ, like, dips, like, ten points. <laughs> All you gotta do is shut your mouth.
1: Oh wow, that makes a whole
0: lot of sense. Oh my goodness. I was like, holy shit, I'm so glad I'm aware of this because I was seeing pictures of me. I was like, what is that face? Right. (laughs) Holy
1: crap. I I feel the same way. (laughs) Right.
0: Well, videotaping too, like me chewing gum,
1: not a good look. I'm sure some
0: (laughs) people can make it look cool, but not me. (laughs) Not me. I cannot have gum in my mouth.
1: Yeah, I put a hat on. I just put my hat on while I'm tattooing, and I'm like, here's my client's view. They're just oh, yeah. all I've seen is my hat down, and I'm hard at work, <laughs> and perfect. my dumb faces are hidden. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a, that's a good thing. I like, I like the hat. I like the hat. I used to be a hairstylist, so for me to wear a hat, it's kind of admitting that like I didn't do anything today. <laughs> like people can trust yeah. you if you're like
2: oh, I didn't even that's do like how i am today right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, i don't feel like world. brushing it today
0: <laughs> put a hat <hand> on yeah. <laughs> totally i mean you know yeah. you don't need my hair you know that's not important yeah. to this it's, important. <laughs> it's kind of like that low-key you know back guilt that i have i'm like you didn't do a damn thing today right <laughs>
1: yeah. put a hat
0: on and was lazy i'll just start out the whole attitude. session with being like what's up I decided not to work you know do my hair today and they're like oh yeah but it's cute and I'm like I just <laughs> had to get that out there <laughs> it's like a whole thing uh, <laughs> perfect like These latent things from multiple <laughs> apprenticeships it's just like you know show up show up for them show up uh, <laughs> so um when you got into um teaching each other how did you how did, did you guys, like, make any, like, formal agreements with each other? Or was it all just, like, gentleman's agreement kind of thing, word of mouth? Did I lose you? Or for- oh, it was freezing well, no, a little bit. No, no you're you still can. there. Cool, we're here. I can see you. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> a little
1: freezing, but we're good. Um, awesome. I don't think we made any, like, formal agreements about it. It was just, like, we both, the game plan, like, was basically, we were going to help Jess learn how to tattoo. At that point, I was, like, six years in, so I knew enough, but I was, like, I need other people also, so we're going to be having to shift gears and move, probably. And It like... was a
2: very laxed apprenticeship, very go-with-the-flow, did a couple tattoos. and then... Yeah, we
1: started just on, like, fake skin and yeah. stuff. I had her drawing a lot and, like, looking at tattoo design work yeah. first. Um, it was a lot of, like, looking at really, like, what I consider heavy hitters in the tattoo world, um, looking at their work and exposing it to her exposing them to her early on so she can realize like the level of work that's being put out there and how serious she needs to take it if she wants to do the stuff that you know the style she wanted to do got you.
0: Like, that's great um did you uh, yeah, how much did you play look around at this idea? work and expose yourself
1: to it mm-hmm. um, oh
2: that was a little gerbled. what was that again um i <laughs> you're good um I drew a whole bunch in quite a few different styles. Like did a lot of floral work. I was doing in the beginning, I did a lot of like very simple, like fine line type stuff. Um, And then I was like, I really want to get into dot work. I want to do all dot work, everything. (laughs) So I did that for quite a while. I was doing like, pay me $80 and sit for as long as you can. Like once I was starting to charge people and just like tattooing as much as I could on them. Um, and then from there, I was like, I don't want to do dot work anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I started like shifting to other things and just kind of like played around for a bit and kept drawing and putting stuff out there of like what I wanted to like get into. And um I had a, a lot of amazing clients that were very open and very supportive. And mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be where I am today without them, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it 100%. Sounds like
0: you took a leap in just uh, wanting time under the needle and was willing yeah. to give them as much as you could put out in that in that exploration. It sounds like you guys are meeting each other, you know, halfway, the whole way. I think when you do it that way, um people can will follow you no matter what because they know that you're you know, you really love it and you're really into it. And I'm still
2: tattooing the same people, like some of the same people that I did free tiny tattoos on in like my first month of tattooing. Like they're Uh still coming to me. And I think that is like so incredible
1: do you
0: guys both this is for both of you do you remember your first tattoo like on a person
1: I yeah I do um my first like handful of tattoos were all um on pretty like close friends of mine like you know a bunch of skate rat like skateboarder kids who were just like yeah just do whatever dude like you can do whatever you want and and then um so I had a few friends we did like just simple outlines on them um my first like first tattoo that I ever did was just like an outline of a rose on my good buddy Mike's leg and it was terrifying it was absolutely terrifying I had terrifying so the shop the (laughs) shop I started out at was um extreme graphics which is a street shop kind of high paced people get people in get them out um Mm -hmm. there was like 11 artists or 12 artists it was two stories um and I think everybody Almost everybody in the shop stopped their tattoo to come stand over my shoulder (laughs) and like, (laughs) along with the owner at the time. And I was tattooing my friend who I was apprenticing there under and with. And so that was great and comforting. And he's like, so sweet about it. He's like, dude, you're going to do great, man. Your artwork's great. Like you're going to kill us. It's fine. Let me tattoo his calf, which is nice and easy in comparison to other areas. So I'm starting it and everybody in the shop is like popping by to like, whisper something in my ear or like make me sweat and they're like why are you doing it like that and oh my god it was the most nerve-wracking thing ever and I swear my entire body including my hand was shaking but the needle somehow the tattoo came out straight like the needle was good the tattoo came out great I just like I don't know how I did it but I saw that tattoo like a month or two ago and I was like wow I can't believe that that is still there number one but it looks pretty decent and uh yeah so that was my first one that I really remember tattooing. how long did it take
0: yeah. they always take like oh my god a million years
1: it, it's, it probably was like it's smaller than my palm or like smaller than a baseball right? outline of a rose a very simple rose it probably took me like three hours or something <laughs> ridiculous like two and a half three hours and like and you know i was just freaking out the whole time but it it healed great and i was i can't believe it to be honest with you but that's
2: awesome yeah, <laughs> what yeah. about you girl yeah Yeah, I I remember my first one um it was on a good friend of mine Nicole I had like grown up with her and she came in and got like a tiny little like outline of a small like rose like a beauty and the beast type rose um if you like google it you'll be able to find it and it was like on the back of her arm and I was so nervous so I tattooed myself like the hour before she came in I did like a small little eyeball tattoo on my like inner ankle because I was so so nervous I like had to get the jitters out yeah and so I did that and like cleaned up my station set up for her and just in doing that like it started to ground me a little bit more and she came in and I remember like being like thank you so much for being my first client like this is amazing I'm so excited and so nervous And I like went to go do the first line and my hand was like shaking so hard. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do, Kevin? What do I do? And he's like, just take a deep breath, like commit to the line. And it turned out pretty okay, honestly. Um, It turned out pretty good. Yeah. I've seen a lot worse. (laughs) I was, I felt so good after it. And she was so, so happy about it. And I've tattooed her a few more times over the years too. But yeah, that was my first tattoo. Oh,
0: that's cool. I was going to say, uh, it's kind of neat that you both did roses i know you know like yeah it's kind of funny yeah i never
1: really thought of
0: that yeah and you tattooed yourself willingly just as like a pre-fight hype um yeah i had to i was like i gotta get this out of my system (laughs) it's funny because i've i've explored a lot of different things and it's part of why i do the podcast is just kind of like feeling out different modalities i i I think it's really, I mean, honestly, the person that you're encountering is, is who you have to teach. There's not Mm -hmm. any one set way. I think that, you know, there's things to know about tattooing, but the way to tattoo them and the way to instruct them is really per person. And, Mm -hmm. um, I uh I had my uh, my apprentice. She she tattooed her husband, who was really into collecting first tattoos. So yeah. that was super easy for her. Wow, really? that's like, incredible! Yeah, that's yeah. the best scenario right
1: there.
0: <laughs> right, but then afterwards, I was like, okay, well, maybe like you, Jess, like maybe tattoo yourself. I tattooed myself. That yeah. blew her out of the water. Like she was like, holy shit, this is so hard. I'm humbled. Like part of it was she couldn't really see because every time she put her head over her her leg it would like take the light away so I had to get like, oh, yeah. a headlamp and <laughs> yeah. was, like, it's 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 horrible I'm fucking up and fucking up and then uh, me I'm like I I don't know I'm I'm just kind of like cavalier with my body like I'm like ah it's all gonna go to shit eventually whatever <laughs> <laughs> but she actually liked her body and her legs and so she was just like oh my god now I <laughs> like I'm screwing up my ankle. <laughs> right,
1: right. I just threw a piece of graffiti on this oh freaking god. temple. Oh my god, it's it's not good. It's it was
0: not. It was not bad. She was just like you know. It was like you Nervous. said. It was like that. Those jitters that she was like you know feeling the pressure of the whole situation, and it was so much more than I could instruct her through because we had different attachments to our bodies, and yeah, and, yep. and it was kind of neat because I got to you know kind of coach her as we went my boss came in and was goofy and we kind of had like a, you know, like a moment to shake it off and like,
1: Nice. <laughs> you know, yeah. Break the Look up
0: and be like, I'm humbled.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it really is so humbling to it tattoo is. yourself. I think yeah. Cameron tattooed himself before he tattooed anybody else. Yeah, and It was great that he did that. because He was great. like, wow.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a lot yeah. harder than
2: I yeah. thought it was going to be, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. I had him kind of do like, um, tattooing grapefruit and some mm-hmm. fruit kind of to start out like some things that weren't flat you know because there's a lot of this fake skin which is great um but it's not three-dimensional really so it's, it's different than it's real different thing. it doesn't stretch so i wanted him to have something 3d to work on that you could cut open and see how deep the you know the ink went into the skin
0: well and all i that was stuff. um just so you guys know i was i was interviewing nick baxter before i met with you guys which is really awesome. cool. i mean i was like whoa Nick yeah. baxter that's
1: amazing. Uh,
2: I right?
0: right? amazing. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, I just kind of blow that. my mind. I mean, you guys are, I mean, this is blowing my mind, too, because I was approached and I was like, we want to be on the show. And I was like, oh, my God,
1: <laughs>
0: people like me.
1: Um, yeah, you're awesome. i what you're doing. I can't
0: hear the other shows. This is cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, the thing about tattooing grapefruit and citrus is, and this is something that I'm also passionate about, you know, in the healing world and things like that, our our o factories are so integral to our our healing capabilities and um fixing trauma and things like that yeah. citrus is actually a very very like fond smell for people and mm. it invigorates you it excites you it 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 turns up a very nice like energy space and when you tattoo uh your citrus fruits the whole room smells like citrus it's like, yeah it's yeah a good, Smelling day.
2: (laughs) It is.
1: Yeah. I never even really thought of it like that as far as like the healing side of of it, but that definitely makes a lot of sense. And I feel like when Pam was tattooing, it kind of put me back to when I started because I did the same thing and it like, you know, brought everything full circle. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. It did feel that way too, for sure. Yeah. It felt like yeah exciting it's an
0: arrival day like it's like oh this is so cool and it's like you're getting you're getting all this different I mean definitely different sensations than you will when you actually tattoo but oh yeah it's, it's like a neat and and that's where our memory sensors like go into too Is like you said it went took me back to my time doing it so like it there's so much locked into our memory that's about our olfactory systems and Citrus yeah. is a really good smell for that. So if you ever just that's want so like cool. an extra perk for the day, put a little citrus on you. It's good. Yeah. Nice, definitely gonna use that, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah. <Amazing. laughs> And put the aroma out in the shop and be like, we're going to have a citrus day.
2: <laughs> I actually have a little essential oil diffuser at my station and I, I have a little essential oil bottle that's energy and it has lemon in it. Citrus, yeah. So I use that once in a while. Don't I don't do it all the time, but once in a while I use it when I feel like I need it.
1: Just to yeah, walk around with an great. orange and just squeeze the skin out, like spritzing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> seriously, man, it's a, it's a thing, and it's a good astringent too. Like it, right? it helps yeah. you know, clean and all in the of that. Air, it it really get sucks. rid of the
2: germs. Mm-hmm. I'm all about when
0: people it. People yeah. brush their teeth. They they sucked on lemons. Wow!
2: Yeah,
0: wow! Yeah, I know. Oh. Fun facts. So well, crazy.
1: It's been <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I
0: love fun facts. <laughs> total total segue. I <laughs> love it.
1: I love it
0: awesome well um how long did it take you before you were actually like uh tattooing people
2: me oh i feel like i got into it pretty quick honestly within like a year
1: right like you well from the time we were in maui to the move back
2: yeah yeah, joe i probably was like drawing for at least like three to six months Mm -hmm. and then i started doing like fake skin And then after the fake skin segued into like very tiny, simple tattoos for free on like friends and family. Like my yeah. grandma came and got tattooed by yeah, me. Yeah.
1: Oh. But that time was pretty, like how many months in were you? Do you remember? At that, that
2: point, I think it was like about six months. In. Yeah.
1: yeah. We definitely kind of streamlined Jess's apprenticeship compared to mine. I wasn't tattooing that quickly, but.
0: So to be clear, it, so this was all, the beginning of it happened in Maui, like you guys mm-hmm. did start it there. So you joined him in Maui.
2: Yeah, we ended up moving to Maui together after he moved back here. Yep. We got back together, and four months later, we moved to Maui. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And we lived there for a while, and then that's when I got a job as a receptionist at the tattoo studio while gotcha. working at the food establishment, and... Um, That's when I started, like, like, drawing a lot of, like, Flash and, like, learning tattooing and taking seminars. I remember, like, buying a $100 seminar from Laura Jade at one point. (laughs) Which was an incredible seminar. Yeah. Yeah, And I was just drawing a lot and practicing on fake skin. And then when we came back to New York, that's when we ended up going into
1: the one studio. Yeah. Part of the reason for moving back, too, was obviously we were like, all right, we're committed to tattooing. We need Jess's... Wanting to learn, we got to take this seriously. Like we had better opportunity in New York, so we moved back, and it was you know pretty short after that. Jess was tattooing, um, like you know six months or so of being back. She was starting to do these very small tattoos on um, you know willing canvases. You know, amazing yeah. clientele that we had. So
0: that's awesome. I would imagine yeah. it would go pretty yeah. fast if you know you're constantly in it. You know, you come home and yeah. your relationships really. You know, kind of uh, married with it, so to speak. You know, you yeah, you're um, uh. I would imagine the saturation's pretty, and you know, plus the the trust. I mean, it's not like yeah. you you don't know what she's doing when she gets home. You know, right? Yeah, we're like right. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're we are together a lot, like, and then we're also very independent people too. Like, we know that we need our own time and our own like hobbies and things too. So that's a healthy balance. We try to. You know keep in mind um and because of that like that's why it works you know but yeah. we were you know we are and we're spending a lot of time together in the studio and then at home and then like drawing drawing or just would pop in and be like hey have you seen this like how was this achieved like you know when we're at home and i'm like looking at something and having to figure out how to put it into words how to break this idea down and it helped me grow and learn as well nice. um so yeah there's a lot <laughs> a lot that's of that fantastic. stuff going on yeah
0: that's awesome now, apart from Cameron and Jess, uh, who else have you apprenticed, or are they your two?
1: Um, so it was Jess first, and then my friend Cameron, uh, he, it's really funny, I can't believe he didn't get into tattooing earlier, but he asked me to teach him how to tattoo at like, you know, I was like, at the end of my apprenticeship, like a year and a half in or whatever, and he's like, <laughs> dude, teach me how to tattoo, and I was like, are you crazy? Like, you're you're on crack, I would never, <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> I can't teach you how to do this. I have no idea what I'm doing yet. Like I just got in, you know, and I was like, if you haven't found an apprenticeship by like, you know, eight years or 10 years in, like I'll teach you how to tattoo. Well, fast forward exactly 10 years, right? It's like to the wow. day we, we were back at, we we're working at Have Hope here in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And we are we decided it's time to open up our own studio. And Cameron asked me to do a full sleeve for him. Um, and we were talking about it. And that's when I was like, dude,
2: now's, this the, is, time. now's the
1: time, like, I need to know from you, though. I'm like, I need to know if you want to commit to this, like, because this is the one chance you're going to get. Like, I, I'll teach you, but I need to know that you're serious about it. And he's always been serious about art. He did graffiti. He did screen printing, you know, album covers, graphic design. He had every all these other great tools in his belt. And he was like, he didn't take it too, you know, lightheartedly. He was like, okay, like, whoa. Like, and he finally decided, he's like, okay, like, yeah, I'm ready to do it, dude. Let's go. And then, so... I apprenticed him
2: no he's been tattooing for, for over, two, over years two years now and, and then you just took on we
1: just took a on a new apprentice we just took on an apprentice together
2: pretty much um, nice, yeah
1: you know she's and also similar story she's um been getting tattooed by both of us for like eight years now uh,
2: yeah since the very beginning I did for one of sure, my yeah. like very first bigger tattoos on her
1: yeah her name's Christina and she's awesome she's in love with art and she I think that's awesome. yeah yeah, she's she's so sweet
2: I've known
1: her Um, since preschool too yeah she's amazing yeah so Jess has a connection with her since preschool yeah crazy and we've been you know working with her tattooing her for the last, like, eight years or so. She's and, always asked questions,
2: yeah, at, yep. like, while she's getting tattooed, she'll be like, so what are you doing? What are you using? How are you making this happen? And just, like,
1: always inquisitive. so
2: inquisitive yep. and wanting to learn and has been trying to get an
1: apprenticeship for years. Yeah, She's been struggling to get an apprenticeship for years, and um, we thought about it, and I think even at one point, we were like, no, we can't take on another one, and it came around to this point where, like, you know, who would be really great at tattooing because they are so in love with art and such a great person, such a good person and a people person like it was Christina. So we're like, we should offer it to her and see like, who knows, maybe it's not the right time for her. But we uh, brought her into the shop. I was tattooing this beautiful caracal cat tattoo on her arm. And she was funny along the way, I was asking her questions and she was asking me questions and kind of was like, hinting at an apprenticeship and I was like she's
2: like if you guys are ever wanting to take on an apprentice like let me know I yeah. still really want an apprenticeship and I like look down while I'm t- yeah. my like oh my god I'm gonna laugh right now
1: because I can't keep it in at this point we had already decided prior that we were going to offer her it and I was just like I just kind of blew that question off and like asked her something else and she was like oh shit like <laughs> they don't want me like oh my god like and I just kept on asking her other questions throughout the day well at the end of the tattoo session we brought her into the back into our break room and we offered her I told her I like,
2: well, she's been doing like these paint workshops with us at our shop, kind of like painting with a twist. So I was like, hey, come into the back, like, take a look at the calendar. I want to set another date for our next paint workshop. And then Kevin came into the back and we're like, we actually want to talk to you about something. (laughs) And we were like, do you still want to apprentice and learn how to tattoo? And she was like, yeah, I do. And we're like, well, we would love to offer you an apprenticeship with us. And she like started crying immediately, like didn't know if we were being serious or not. And it was very
1: meaningful to her. And um, we're stoked to have her. And, you know, now having so much experience even since I apprenticed Jess and Cam, like I've got a bit more knowledge and um, Jess as well too. Like she's going to be in good hands with the amount of, you know, um, technical ability as well as artistic ability in our studio. Um, And I think we can really, you know, help her do justice do justice in what she wants to do. Like she's been an artist through and through and she's never quit at it. And she continues, she has like a, we joke around, she's got like a, you know, uh, nine to five, like big girl job. Yeah. In the an real world. Job. <laughs> and um, she, she is still doing art and teaching like painting and involved in the Rochester tattooing or well, not tattooing painting community, I guess the yeah. art, the art scene. Um, and she, since we started tattooing, her has always kept up with that and really showed a lot of passion and drive for it. So I was like, okay, you are somebody who likely has this drive and that's what we're looking for. in an apprentice is somebody who can, you know, continue to show that they love it. And they're,
0: driven well yeah and and continually resubmit to that art you know i mean she's already you know doing that and perpetuating it teaching it and and it's really i mean it seems like it's going to be a great thing because once she understands tattooing on a higher level she'll be able to even scale the education part of it yeah
1: sure definitely um excited for her
0: (laughs) yeah yeah well I think this is awesome because not only did you guys take the risk of you know your relationship but also I mean not not to downplay a romantic relationship but friend friendships are really rare when they're good and you know risking having those things fall apart is hard I mean you find out Mm -hmm. a lot about whether or not you do actually like somebody or you are friends yeah for sure be honest with you that's that kind of happened to me and my apprentice like at the end of it we're not really talking anymore i mean it, it is what it is you gotta yeah i'm happy that she's a very successful tattoo artist that's that was the goal um right. but yeah like we don't really mesh well in how we how we do things and yeah that's fine but you know yeah. it's, it's a it's a risk okay listeners that is officially the end of part one of jess and kevin's diary entry Uh, part one. So next week is part two. This week was called Risk. I don't know if you're going to see what's coming next week, but I think that since this is a pretty awesome thing and I'm highlighting it, you might be able to guess it. But definitely come back. Definitely be sure to follow both Jess and Kevin And a little extra because they're doing great things over at Mesmer in Rochester, New York. So go and follow Mesmer Tattoo as well. Thank you, listeners. Have a blessed week. So happy to have you here. Just endless gratitude. Make it powerful.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We
0: We look look forward forward to to hearing hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.